Good evening, everybody, and welcome to episode 121 of the Ask the Coach Show, where Pink Seals answers your table tennis questions. It's Throwback Thursday, so we'll be taking a look at an older video of ours that we think you should take a new look at. In the questions, we discuss serve placement, disguising spin, and the incredible flicks of the Chinese. We also talk about bringing all the shots you've learned together so you can become a better player. I'm Jeff Plum, and as always, with me is Super Coach Alois Rosario. Welcome, Alois. Thanks, Jeff, and uh, yeah, good to be here again tonight. Um, bit bleary-eyed. Um, woke up early this morning to watch um, some uh, some soccer, some football. Um, Barca played uh, Bayern this morning, and I think it started about five o'clock our time this morning. So um, yeah. I, I did miss the first half, though, I must say. But I think it was the better half to miss because Barca scored three in the second half. And Messi, two good. Yeah, this especially his second goal, Jeff. Incredible. Incredible, Reminded, eh? Messi. Al, al, almost Waldner-esque. <laughs> oh, wow. That's high praise from you, Alois. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Indeed. Very good. Well, um, let's jump into uh, the last Ping Skillers question of the day, which was, if Ma Long were to play Waldner when he was at his best, who would win? Mm, you know what? I hate to say it, but Ma Long would definitely win. The, yeah. uh, the, 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 the game has progressed so much um, in the last 10 years. I mean, Waldner... I mean, was an absolute magician, but Ma Long. I mean, did you see some of those rallies in the in the at the Worlds this year? It's just incredible what they're doing nowadays. And I would have to say that Ma Long, in his form now, and Waldner in his form at his best, I think Ma Long would win. What about you, Jeff? Oh, I'm going to have to agree with you. I mean, those rallies were incredible. Uh, just. The, the power, the movement, the balance, the poise. I mean, it's just incredible. So, yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you. But, you know, it's hard to compare generations, you know, and I think it's almost unfair to compare generations. So um, even though Ma Long, would, Ma Long, I think, would win, you know, in the current one, you know, you still got to appreciate the uh, legends of the past. Absolutely. And I think, I think that's the key there, Jeff. So, you know, Waldner... Wal- if he grew up in this generation, I think he would be as good as Marlon. But if you just put those two games side by side, um, I think, you know, the game of today is definitely better than the game of 10 years ago. Indeed, indeed. All right, Alois. Well, let's move on to the ping skillers question of the day, which is an interesting one. It is, should we continue to have the ping skillers question of the day? So let us know your thoughts. Jump onto our website, pinkseals.com. Click on the blog link and you'll find all the shows. Leave a comment. Let us know. Should we continue to have the Pink Seals question of the day or should we just get rid of it and just go on with the questions? Love to hear your thoughts. All right, Alois. It is, as I mentioned earlier, Throwback Thursday. Um, What have you got in store for us for Throwback Thursday? Yeah, um, we've got one of our um, videos. It isn't really a technique or anything, but it's um, it's the video on keeping the ball low, and it's proved to be really popular um, because a lot of people just like the simple idea that we uh, that we use, Jeff. Um, so keeping the ball low 
is one of the really uh, important tactical things that you can start to think about. Um, you know, even at a, at a starting beginner level, um, it's one of those tactics that you can start to think um, about uh, trying to improve. And a simple tool that uh, we rigged up was to just put um, two pieces of uh, plastic rod that we got um, on, uh, attach them to the net and put a string across the net. So about that high over the net to start off with, or you can do it that high over the net, doesn't really matter. Um, and we've just clamped those two plastic rods to the net posts with um, with bulldog clips. Really simple idea um, and works beautifully well to just start to get you to focus on that important um, skill improvement of trying to keep that ball a bit lower. So definitely get on there and just take a look at it again. If you haven't seen it, definitely take a look. If you have seen it, just take a look back, throwback Thursday, give it another look. Absolutely. And as you mentioned, Alice, it's amazing how effective this is. Just having that string there as a guide really focuses your attention and it's almost like magic. You just instantly start, you know, focusing on that and start getting the ball lower. It's brilliant. So, yeah, as Alice said, check it out. All right, now, I nearly forgot, Alois, but I have to mention mention it. The number 121, it's a square, and it is the sum of three consecutive primes, 37, 41, and 43. That's just fantastic, Jeff. Yeah, I was, <laughs> was really, really wondering about that, actually. Yeah, thanks. You're welcome. You're welcome. Always interesting stuff I bring to the table, so that's good. All right, uh, moving on. Tam has asked a question, Alois. And Tam says, is serving into the elbow a good tactic? I notice a lot of the top players do it. Yeah, it, and, and it is. So um, so when um, Tam's talking about serving into the elbow, what he's meaning is, so I'm a left-hander, so you would be trying to serve the ball into here so or under my armpit in that sort of area. So what that does, and it forces me to uh, make a decision between playing a forehand and a backhand, and it also makes me move a little bit um, sideways, so this way or that way, to cover the ball with my backhand or with my forehand. So it can be a really effective um, placement of your serve, especially on a a long, fast serve, um, that can be effective um, if you jam it right um, right into their armpit there. Um, you also notice that a lot of the time, um, even on the shorter serves, you know, players are, are tending to, so they're serving to a right-hander, they're tending to serve that ball into this sort of area here. Again, um, making them um, make a decision between that forehand and backhand. So, um, yeah, it can be a really effective spot to, to serve to. And it's often one that we forget about. So we sort of think about, oh, we're going to serve it wide or we're going to serve it to their forehand or to their backhand. Yeah. Serving it to that to that armpit or the elbow area can be really effective. Yeah, indeed, and good to see Tam that you've been watching some of the top players. It's always good to watch them and then emulate what they do. Um, and yeah, surf placement is one of those areas. So yeah, keep on watching those people and keep on experimenting in your own game, and it'll be sure to help you improve. So well done on that, Tam. Next up is a question from T who says, I've been trying to disguise my topspin serve, but I just do not get the hang of it. What can I do to disguise my topspin serve? 
Yeah, so um, so depending on what type of serve that you're doing, um, T, so there's uh, let, let's let's take a look at the, the pendulum serve because I think that's probably an easy one to to look at to start off with. So with all of your serves, basically your your bat is moving in a semicircular type of motion. So with the pendulum, it's starting up there, it's coming down and then going up there. So that's why they call it pendulum serve because it's like a pendulum on a clock. And you know what, Jeff? A lot of kids, oh, today, don't, a lot of kids today don't know what a pendulum is. You need to, If you don't know what a pendulum is, go and look it up. Um, yeah, so, Google it. Google tells you everything these days, Al. That's right. Pendulum, look it up. Um, anyway, I digress. So thinking about the pendulum serve, if you hit the ball when the bat is on the down swing, you're going to generate some backspin. If you hit the ball when the bat is coming up again, then you're going to generate top spin because then the ball is going to come up and roll forward that way as you come up on the ball. So um, a way to disguise it is just by hitting the ball on different parts of your swing. So on the downswing, you get backspin. On the upswing, you get topspin. And the closer you can get that contact to that um, changing point, so when it's going from down to up, so this area here, the closer you can get the contact there, the harder it is for your opponent to tell what type of spin's on the ball. If you if you hit it when the bat's going up here somewhere, obviously it's going to be a little bit easier to tell. Um, or if you hit it there on the way down, but if you're hitting it, if you're hitting it just here as it's coming up or going down, then it does make it more difficult, and that's a good way to disguise that topspin serve. Think about that principle, and you can apply it to to any of your serves. So the backhand serve, that's the semicircular motion. The pen, the uh, tomahawk serve, that's your semicircular motion. So think of, think of it um, for all those types of serves and see if you can start to add a bit of disguise with your serves. Yeah, good idea, Alois, and, and great question, T. And that's a, a brilliant segue into the Ping Skills Premium Membership. If you want to take your game to another level, then consider our Premium Membership. We've got a whole series of videos on serving, and we talk all about the pendulum serve and a lot of what Alois has talked about there's in there plus heaps more backhand serves, high toss serves, tomahawk serves. And it doesn't just stop with serving. We've got receiving as well. So you can learn how to return all of those serves. We have a 52 week training plan and masterclasses, match strategy videos. So if you want to take your game to the next level, try and check out the premium membership. Just go to pingskills.com. All right, Alois, next up is a question from Romeo. And Romeo wants to know, is the reason why world-class players like Ma Long, Fan Zendong and Zhang Zikur flick spinny backhand topspin because the ball's too low for them to flick with a flat contact? Yeah, so um, so the, the flick that, um, that we're talking about here is um, often the, the backhand side spin flick or... Uh, that that's that spinny type of flick. So if the ball is really low with a lot of backspin, then if you hit the ball flat, it is a very difficult shot to get onto the table, um, and your margin for error becomes very very low. So what what they're doing is they're starting to add some 
um, spin to the ball to get that ball to kick up and over the net. So, um, yeah, that that is the main reason that they've developed um, the the um, reverse backhand, uh, sorry, the banana flick. Um, so that's to, to try and especially combat that really heavy backspin um, serve and to be able to attack it um, off, uh, off the return. Yeah, and in terms of table tennis, it's really a relatively new shot and it's quite incredible the amount of speed they can get on the ball and speed they can get just on their bat movement by by getting that wrist right around. Um, I, I, I love that shot, Alex. Yeah, it, it, it's, a, it's, it's a really good new 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 stroke um and as you say so they're, they're generating a lot of the the speed because they're using utilizing their wrist all the way from there to there so it's this right around to there so when when the wrist is moving that much then the bat is also moving a long way in a very short amount of time generating a lot of speed and therefore a lot of spin on the ball as well so um we ha- we do have a lesson on the um backhand side spin flick so uh, we'll put a link here as well for you because uh, it is it's a really interesting shot to to try if you haven't tried it out all right sounds good next up ismael says hi i have a problem i know how to do a top spin forehand and a backhand i know how to flick loop serving etc i don't know the way to get better i know every technique and how to use it but I don't know how to get better. Could you please help me? All right. This is this is a really interesting um, uh, part of the game now. So, you know, and, and at Pink Shields, we focus a lot on the strokes, you know, like how do you do a forehand? How do you do a backhand? And that is so important. You have to have those basics right before you can move on. But... Once you do feel fairly confident with that, sometimes your game doesn't feel like you're getting better results because of it. And that is because the transitions between um, your strokes, um, understanding when to play each stroke, sometimes takes a while. And that only comes if you put yourself into some game practice situations. So in every training session, you should always play some games. So, you know, you'll do your drills, you'll do your strokes, you'll do your technique, um, but then at the end, play some games. And also, try to get down to a club. If you don't um, go to a club, try to get to a club, play different players, um, learn how to combat different types of um, spins and all that sort of stuff. And also, learn some strategies around how to implement your strokes into the game as well. So, it's great if you've got a sensational forehand topspin, but if you never get a chance to use your forehand topspin in a game, then it's basically useless. So you need to find ways and strategies that um, you can implement so that you're going to be able to use that forehand, you know, like with what type of serve are you going to do? What type of returns are you going to do to, to set yourself up for your big forehand topspin? So, yeah, that's, that's all just part of the game. It's a part of match strategy finding ways to implement your strengths into into a match situation. Yeah, yeah, good answer, Alois. And I guess it can be frustrating if you think you've progressed with your strokes, but it's hard to put into a match. But, yeah, using those things that you suggest, playing more matches, uh, visiting players at a club, uh, thinking about match strategy is all, all going to help. 
Yeah, I think um, one big area that I see a lot of is the transition between the serve and the next ball. So a lot of the time we do, you know, we're good once we get into the rally or, you know, the open rally type of situation. But often we don't even get to that uh, open rally because um, we haven't practised serving and then moving to the next ball so that you're ready to make your attack. And then also transitioning between that first lifting type of um, ball where um, from the backspin, so you lift. So transitioning from that stroke to the next stroke where you're coming forward and uh, playing against more of a blocking action. So yeah, there's lots there's lots to learn with the game. You know, once once you've developed your, your basic strokes, there's lots to learn still. So, I mean, I guess it's why this game is so great as well. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, so um, so it's good you're making progress and, and learning all the strokes, Ismael, but just, you know, keep at it and try out some of those suggestions that Alois has talked about. And, again, I'll just quickly mention the premium membership because we do have mass strategy um, lessons there which teach you how to play against certain players and how to get, you know, the advantage against different styles. Plus, we have a 52-week training plan which does talk about, well, gives you a training session each week and that will incorporate some sort of games and it will also have match drills, which is what Alice was talking about before, where you might start the drill with a serve and then a third ball so you get used to playing in matches. So, yeah, check out the Pink Skills Premium Membership. All right, well, that wraps up another show, Alois, episode 121, which, as we learned, is a square number. Brilliant. So thanks, everybody, for watching, and thank you, Alois, for all your wise words once again. Yeah, I can hardly wait to find out what 122 is about, but, yeah, great. See you tomorrow. Oh, actually, we won't see you tomorrow, Jeff. Oh, we won't either, yes. We, um, we are not doing a show tomorrow on Friday, but we will be back on Monday with show 122. See you all then. Bye. 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 Hey, guys. Yeah.